Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. You can find out more about my work as an intuitive and teacher at karenhager.com. And if you follow Fog City Psychic on Instagram, you get more out of the fog content, photos of Maisie the puppy, who is now enormous. She's like eight stories tall and obsessive updates on whatever jigsaw puzzle I'm fooling around with at the moment. It's been so hot here in southeastern Michigan where I am. I'm working on a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle that's just popsicles. So it's like kind of a rainbow of different colored popsicles. So you'll see that on Instagram at Fog City Psychic. Now then, a traumatic event can trigger thoughts that keep us trapped in the past or anxious about the future. We might find ourselves reliving that traumatic event or feeling over and over again in our heads, and this would cause tremendous suffering. Well, Dr. Nancy Wiley is my guest today, and she says it doesn't have to be that way. She's here to talk about what her own awakening taught her about finding emotional freedom and easing suffering. Are you ready to meet her? Dr. Nancy Wiley DDS is a highly trained scientist who is as expert in the physical body as she is in the subtle body and the spiritual realms. She practiced clinical orthodontics for more than 27 years, while at the same time immersing herself in the study of meditation and the subtle energy. Dr. Wiley's practiced transcendental meditation, holosync, and guided meditations with many teachers, including Jetamali, her most treasured teacher, and to whom she attributes the attainment of unity consciousness. Dr. Wiley's also a Reiki master, an expert in several energy healing modalities, including EFT, Spring Forest Qigong, and Diamond Feng Shui. Dr. Wiley now dedicates herself to igniting a massive shift in human consciousness using divine trust as the cornerstone. She's the author of Divine Trust, a practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home. And you can find out more about Nancy and her work at trustthedivine.com. Nancy, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, Karen, it is such a deep and profound pleasure for me to be here. Um, I just think the work that you're doing um, is just tremendous on the planet right now. So thank you so much for having me. And I want to thank your listeners for, you know, stepping out and waking themselves up. I think it's just so profound, especially right now. It is important right now, I feel, for all of us to be as open, as present, Mm-hmm. as aware, as uh, empowered in charge of our own paths as we possibly can. So this is a, I love, I love this topic. I'm, when I picked up the book, I noticed that it, the book starts with a list of names for the divine. And as I read through that, I experienced that almost as an opening prayer for the book, as mm-hmm. an invitation for the reader. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why you chose to include this. Um, I, I wanted it, it, you know, if you've read the book, you see that it like goes across all religions and people who even don't believe or who think they don't believe. So it's meant for everyone. It's a unifying book. And it, and when I put all of those names for the divine in, I just didn't want to exclude the G-O-D and that, that would be the only 
name because it is everything. It's the energy that hosts all things. And the more you commune with it, the more it opens up to you, the more you see the infinity of it. So I not only put those names in an opening um, prayer, I also change the font and capitalize them. So I capitalize them and the font is this beautiful, warm, inviting font. Like I literally spent like a month choosing the right font that felt to me like it would embody the divine. So the book is an embodiment and I was merely the vehicle that wrote it. It, it came through me. It, I cannot take credit for it. Um, but I can take credit for opening my being up to be able to express it and, and, um, write, write those words onto paper. So that is, is really, did I answer your question? Cause I think it's, it's, it is special and everything in that book just unfolded. Like even the cover was, um, a canary date poem that, I woke up one morning, I had to go to a doctor's appointment at like seven and I woke up to take the dog outside at sunrise and it was foggy and, and lo and behold, the fog and the sun rising behind my most beautiful canary date was so exquisite. I, I got my phone out and I started taking pictures and I vid videoed it and I started showing my friends this profound, exquisitely beautiful picture. And they're like, well, that should go on your book. And I'm like, yeah, it wants to go in my book. It was so divinely ordained. <laughs> and the synchronicities that happen and the way things flowed in the book and everything. And so, yes, I would say the names for the divine definitely was meant to, to be an invoking of more than just the word God. Yes. And I think... Uh a lot of what um, can be so hurtful can cause so much damage is, is when uh, we as spiritual beings feel somehow prevented from access to the divine or like that's, that's not for us. That's for other people, but it's not for us yes. because I have whatever it is. I've done bad things. I haven't always been a good person. I haven't, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do next. And there's a lovely, mm, opening the book is about freedom through divine trust there's mm -hmm. a lovely opening to that freedom and i think that freedom starts with understanding that in the eyes of source we are all already included yes as as part of as part of that what how do you talk about how do you feel into your personal relationship to source so you know, that, that's a story of itself. And I always, I, I, I actually go back to the Webster dictionary for trust. What is it? And it is the firm belief in the reliability, strength, or truth of a thing. In this case, God, source, the universe, or, or whatever name you're giving that energy that hosts all things. So now it's the firm belief. So belief implies like it's based on faith with no proof. The state of being of divine trust that I'm talking about, okay, yes, the first time you actually experience the full embodiment of this state, you're reaching out 
based on someone else's experience and description of this exquisite, blissful, safe, and, and nourishing state where your whole being is fed in complete bliss. Okay, so the first time you're basing it on faith, you're reaching out without proof. Once you establish it and you see it and you commune with it, there is actual tangible relationship. It's a give and a take, a back and forth. And this realization that you are home, this is you, you are it. And it's what everyone talks about. And at first, you know, when you're learning and you're on your seeker path, you, you don't really you're getting head knowledge. You're not getting experience, experiential knowledge of it. This state that I am talking about and what the book teaches and is an actual one-on-one opening connection that you are able to commune with it. It is you, you are, it, it is everyone. And every single human being has the same capability. And I know, Karen, this is something you teach because I, I just sense you. I know you, I've read your bio, I've read your history, and I know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And there's a, it takes a little courage and maybe a sense of humor and maybe even a little bit of skepticism to reach out and say, okay, I don't know if this is a thing. I don't really feel, I mean, I heard someone say I was included, but I don't really know if I'm included. And even with all these things being true, I'm still going to, from exactly where I am right now in the present moment, no matter what's going on, I'm going to open a space and say, hello, source, I invite you, hello. I'm just going to open that space, not knowing that takes some courage. That's not, um, it's not for, <laughs> not for wimps to, to do that. Um, so also I would say it's a choice. It, it's a choice. It all starts with it, but I believe every single human being on the planet right now has this innate knowing a calling, like they can know these words we are speaking is meant for them, is meant for all. It, it will it will speak to them, but you, you have to come at this knowledge with an open heart and be willing and allow new experiences to take place. Yes, courage, it, it does take courage, but when you hear someone speak of the richness and the complete utter fulfillment of this state of being, it sounds so juicy and delicious. Who wouldn't want to try it? Who wouldn't want to try and make an attempt to reach out? And that's where our work comes into play. Yeah. I, I'm told that I people will believe me. They will trust me. And like my guides or my intuition tells me that all of my six degrees, my all, all of my mental education actually makes me a, a believable conduit for the masses. Mm. And it was meant like I am showed that every step of the way, even though I didn't know why it unfolded the way it did, every step of the way has culminated in this in this actual moment in time. I'm I'm 
I'm um, about to start working with the Parkland um, students. I start in about three weeks and I'm doing small one-on-one classes with them to open them to this knowledge because I believe big things happen to big spirits. And anyone who's had a tragedy or no matter what it is, you know, whatever level of anxiety, I believe that we're all here on the planet to open up to this infinite wisdom and technology, like what you're doing, Karen, and how you're reaching your listeners and how you're connecting, that is shown to be part of why we are going to be able to have this massive shift in human consciousness because we're able to to meet as many people um, through this technology, but also that the that the calling within each of us is so is so heightened right now because just as there's so much seeming darkness out there, the light is pouring onto the planet more than ever. More, more people are seeking knowledge of this nature. There's more people meditating, more people doing yoga, more seekers now on the planet than ever before, because we are just ripe with this change that you and I know is about to occur, is unfolding as we speak with every word we utter. The vibration goes out and brings more light onto the planet and awakens more people to their own divinity, out of their own fog, your own show, out of their fog. Mm. Can, can you say a little bit about, about your own awakening and your lived experience of this freedom? Yeah, so unlike you, I, I was not born knowing any of my spiritual gifts or or my um clear audience or or any of my psychic and medium abilities. I was actually raised as a scientist. I mean, I was in school until I was 32 years old. Um, so I actually didn't believe it. And science trained trains you out of being open to this type of experience. It's just that I also started meditating because I was such an intense learner. My mom wanted me to um, de-stress. Mm -hmm. So when I was 16, she took me to learn transcendental meditation. And that got me through a lot of, you know, final, final weeks where I got like three hours sleep in one week. Mm -hmm. And I meditated all the rest of the time to, you know, to be able to get up and study and and go to the exams. But so I started with transcendental meditation and moved on to Holosync, which is, um, I, I thought it was smarty pants way of um, gaining, um, you know, spiritual gifts. So it used um, headphones. I did this for about eight years where it, you, it does brainwave entrainment and gets the right um, hemisphere and the left hemisphere synced to like a Buddhist monk. Both of these modalities to me were so boring and so unrewarding, but yet I persisted. I, I 
believe it was the book I got when I was maybe 20 called Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, which talked about mind, you know, all of these exquisite, um, miraculous feats that these Indian holy saints and yogis could accomplish. So it kind of like put a little seed in my mind and in the back of my mind that stayed as I went through the rest of like my 15 years of medical training and dental training. So um, I had little glimpses. Um, They're all in the book, but it wasn't until I found my teacher in 2008. Her name is Jetta Molly. Oh my God, if you can get the opportunity to ever study with her or uh, she, she doesn't do much these days with individuals. She's much more into corporate worlds, but Um, she was so fantastic and she would do guided meditation. So I started studying with her. So that was 2008 and I would do group mentoring with her. So there'd be about five or six of us. And wow, was that profound? She had so many different courses that I, you know, downloaded. I still listen to them because they are so profound from guiding you into the present moment and taking you and showing you things and using her light to actually navigate all your inner dark places, all your places that you might consider your shadow world. And once you explore them with the light of this consciousness, lo and behold, There's nothing scary at all. And it transmutes everything. And because of the way I learned to navigate through my inner world with her, I can navigate through anything. And now things open up like I have one-on-one relationship with the divine and other beautiful light spiritual workers that communicate with me daily that talk through me right now they help me vocalize this so that the right words come out and transmit this frequency to your listeners so um right now my whole vehicle my whole body my whole life is now devoted to helping usher others to be able to have the same profound, beautiful experience. So um, I just want to go, if, if it's okay, do I have a little bit more time to, of course. okay, on to, well, how, how does this relate to your individual listener? Well, we, all people are born and they all get core wounds and it's part of the process. It's part of our evolution. And the more, painful they are, that pain is actually pushing us to find the antidote. So it's not to run away or subvert it or push it down and hide it. It's to actually plant your two feet firmly on this planet earth and turn towards it and welcome it. And with that light welcoming it in the present moment, it just melts whatever is not perfectly harmonious and makes it exquisitely beautiful. And you're left with peace and safety and a certainty and a surety that there is this being that's hosting all things. It's intelligent. It's it's aware of you. It wants you to see it. And then once you've reached for it, 
it reaches back for you and you see you are it. It's you. And it's what we're all told, but we barely ever have a chance to experience it firsthand like this, like it's explained in the book and like I'm talking out right now. So as an orthodontist on the border of the Parkland and Coral Springs um, city, I was working as an orthodontist the day that the shooting happened. And um, a mom was standing next to me and she got an alert on the phone and she blurted out that there was an active shooter at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas in, in Parkland. And um, the next morning I woke up, my office manager woke, woke me up at five and told me, well, we lost a patient that day and one of our staff also lost her sister. So I sat down and I started watching the news, which is probably the worst thing you can do. But I did that. And I started to get discombobulated and feel fall out of communion with this energy. So I already had developed my relationship at that point. But as I'm human, I can fall out of that alignment. So this went on for about five days. And finally, I said, you know what? I know too much. I'm going to, I'm going to go deep into meditation and I'm going to ask directly why this happened. So I went deep, deep into this meditation first cleared my mind. Then, you know, in the present moment logged on to made my connection to the source, which is so familiar to me now. And I asked questions and I got answers and it was kind of something like this. I'll paraphrase it so that you know, see if this touches your listeners. We sometimes have to experience pain or or we don't change. And this pain that we're going through with the pandemic, this never ending pandemic, and now the war in Ukraine and political divide here and inflation and whatever other scary thing you can bring into it, like other mass shootings, copycat mass shootings, you bring you bring this into this moment and you forget who you are but once you remember and you log on and you come to this relationship it tells you yes this is going on but it's it's do you want to keep going on like this this is the question you're being asked and from the creator's viewpoint or vantage point we don't die, we change form, but we don't die. And uh, all of this pain is meant to get us to focus and to choose again, to choose a better future for ourselves and to perhaps connect in this way. I mean, this seems to me what I'm called to do, what all human beings are here to learn is this connection, this beauty and be able to usher in this new way of being, this new world, this, this new consciousness. So it seems like we're upgrading, we're up-leveling, and maybe making, it feels to me like a quantum leap out of where we are currently operating and into a world of peace and love and being present in the moment and being conscious and 
looking for the commonality, the beauty, the connection of us all, not the opposite, not the mind. So there's two ways that became clear for me to be in this world. One is of the mind and one is of the consciousness in the present moment. And that is the exquisite beauty. And there's way more. I know you might be running out of time and I tend to get on a rampage. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most delightful kind of rampage, Nancy. (laughs) That's the, that's what happens when spirit speaks through you. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Let me just stop and say that you're listening to Out of the Fog. And I'm talking with Dr. Nancy Wiley. Her new book is Divine Trust, a practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home. And you can find out more about Nancy and her work at trustthedivine.com. So we do have a few minutes left and I'd like to just, I want to first come back around to you because that idea of ending suffering Mm -hmm. might make a listener feel that perhaps you are speaking to us from a place where you are levitating and you hold out your hand and like delicious fruit appears in your hand and nothing ever bothers you and nothing ever goes wrong. So I just want to check. Mm-hmm. Is that what it means when suffering's ended? Um, no. It's, Good. Okay. It okay. So we are, and this was a stumbling block for me for years, Karen. I, I have a special needs daughter and boy, does she know the buttons to push to trigger me. And so Mm -hmm. I'd be working with Jenna and I'd say, oh, I just yelled at my daughter again. I cannot possibly be spiritual. I cannot hold this light. And Jenna said, choose again, choose Mm -hmm. again. You have a next moment, choose again. And then another person, a really great person, very much, um, you know, love it, you know, on the, on the spiritual path herself, Deborah Poneman, she said that like, you should laugh at yourself whenever you see yourself get angry or cut someone off in traffic and just like laugh at yourself and say, Oh, you see, it's me having my human experience again. So once I could say that, that removed so many obstacles to me. And yes, we all fall out. We're humans. We're, we're here. We're not meant to be. I don't, I don't even think a saint is a saint like we think it is. I think we're human beings having a human experience. And it's part of that aspect of falling out of it, of laughing at yourself, of saying, you see, I did it again. And just say, but I'm choosing again. I'm choosing this moment again. And that open, that is so funny. You asked that, that open, just that little exercise opened up so many doors for me. Did that help you? Oh my gosh. A lot because it, it, it's the difference between a sort of unattainable perfection that could never be open to someone like me because I can't levitate and I do yell at my children and I, right. It changes it from that unattainable perfection to a a dawning realization yes. that maybe I, it, with my many flaws, yes. all the ways that I, I mess up every 10 seconds or so, all the ways that I mess up, yes. what if I exactly as I am was beloved of God? What if in my very humanity and all the ways I've messed up and all the ways I'll mess up later and all the ways other people have done things to me. What if in all of that, what if that was part of the wonder of my path and of yeah. my connection with divine? And when I kind of got that and stopped uh, playing around 
trying to attain something that didn't have much to do with what I was trying to attain. Um, when I got out of that, then I was able to start to make some really meaningful connections. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. On on my website, Trust the Divine, I want to tell your listeners, if they go all the way to the bottom, there's a free meditation. It's called You Are Beautiful. Mm. And it's very short. It's like 12 minutes long because the divine wants things to be short and easily accessible. But it's all about our perfectly imperfections and how to embrace them and love them and just have fun with it all. You know, no matter what it is, just have fun. And yes, there is a sense of humor. And whenever something seemingly goes wrong or not what I had planned, I look up and I like say, and I talk to my spirits, guides, and the divine or God. I say, you have such a great sense of humor. I don't know what you're doing with this, but I know it's going to be good. (laughs) And then it never ceases to surprise me. And yeah, everything unfolds perfectly, but you don't know in that second how it's going to be, but you have to trust. Again, back to trusting, trusting. It is such, um, it's, it's, it's the foundation of our spiritual practice. And it's really not gotten much um, uh, groundedness or, or, um, light except now it's meant to be this beautiful foundation to springboard from and just just usher us into this glorious new future which we're all needing and wanting and and um creating and why we're here so for a listener who wanted to maybe just stick their pinky toe into that water of divine connection, just test just a little bit. What can you recommend to help people begin to open into divine trust? You know, in the book, it, it's so simple. It's, um, I think the book is only like 85 pages long. And I, it, it want, it asked me to do audio uh, files that go with it. So if you get the book, if your listeners get the book and they there's that little barcode on there that they can download, even a chapter three has an, if they just did chapter three, the explanation and the process there and kept doing it over and over again, it's very short. It's like only 12 minutes long. That is like stick your toe and see how, and everyone who listens to it says they feel shifts from the very first time. And the more they do it, the more shifts they feel. And so I would say that is awesome. They can work directly with me. Um, uh, I, I do feel like I'm being called to do something in a massive way, not so much one-on-one unless like the Parkland, the Parkland kids, I am going to be working one-on-one with them. But um, yeah, just to do that. And then let me know. Um, they can email me at Dr. Nancy at trustthedivine.com. Um, yeah. And that would be the best way to start is chapter three on the book. It's so mm-hmm. fantastic. The Kindle version is only $5.99 and it's available on Amazon, Audible, 
Um, if they get the audible version, it's me talking again, the divine asked me to do it in my own um, voice. It wanted my essence on there. Mm. Um, so, you know, it could, it can be assured that the, what was meant to be would come through. And I was the vehicle for that, the perfect vehicle. So that's also a way to do it, but it's a short read. The book is only like an hour and a half long on Audible. Mm -hmm. So it just would be so easy if they if they would try chapter three and see if it helped them. Um, also for your listeners who do buy the book, there's if they go to um, divinetrustbook.com, there's a bunch of free gifts. And one of them is... Um, this meditation trust divine trust and that's also beautiful it comes free with it it's it's different than what's in the book slightly different but um very similar oh, i love it nancy thank you for talking with us today mm, thank you karen for your work and what you do and the magic you bring and the awakening you're contributing to on the planet it's just so profound Thank yeah. you. This is uh, has been a conversation with Dr. Nancy Wiley. Her new book is Divine Trust, a practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home. You can find out more about Nancy and her work at trustthedivine.com. If you go over there and scroll all the way down to the bottom, you'll find that you are beautiful meditation there for you. And she's also guiding you to pick up the book on Kindle, pick up the audio, the audible version of the book um, as well. And once you do that, you'll find your free gifts waiting for you at divinetrustbook.com. And of course, you're always welcome at karenhager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with there, uh, with me there if you're so inclined. You have that coupon code podcast. Remember that? That lets you take 20% off the private session fee. So if you go to karenhager.com, click the book a reading button, choose a convenient date and time, enter your email address. And oh, what's that? It's a green button that says have a coupon code. You do have a coupon code. It's podcast. Type in podcast and the 20% discount is reflected at checkout. And don't forget to follow Fog City Psychic on Instagram for more out of the fog goodness and to see how I'm going on my popsicle puzzle or how huge Maisie the puppy is today. That's Fog City Psychic on Instagram. And thank you for listening today. Together, we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>